This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 7, recorded September 18th, 2005. Welcome to TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review. I am your host, Jesse, slash Matrix Prime. This week's show, I'm joined by Awa64. Nice to be here. And Not pirated, as the host this time. And Pirated TV Pro. How are you guys doing this week? I'm doing much better after my car accident. Glad to hear it. I'm doing okay this week. Felt like I got run over by a train yesterday for no apparent reason. That's always fun. S- Still on the pain meds, pirated TV pro? Nope, I'm uh, I'm I'm slowly uh, working my way off them. Although I have uh, decided to start selling them on the black market. So if uh, anyone <laughs> wants to get in touch with me, uh, give me your phone number <laughs> after the episode. <laughs> okay, jumping right in. Our first story is another new Botcon guest has been announced. This one is Colton Deering, and apparently. He has absolutely nothing to do with Transformers, except that he's appeared in three Transformers toy commercials. What do you mean? Colton Deering, that's a, that's a name that strikes fear in all Transformers fans. <laughs> Everyone knows who Colton Deering is. I mean... The amazing, spectacular <laughs> Colton Deering. Yeah, I mean, it goes like, you know, Simon Furman, Bob Skier, Colton Deering. Like, that's, Isn't that's the level of uh, hierarchy. But does he have a kick-ass leather coat? Oh, no, he doesn't. He's, he's wearing a, a little black ringer in his, his his black and white photo. But he's right underneath the guy with the leather coat. So the leather coat guy looks like he's like, what's up with you? And then you get this little kid who's, like, <laughs> smiling. But, yeah, I, I'm not impressed. Um, he's been in three Transformers commercials, apparently. Um, and uh, in his bio, it says that uh, Colton is a native of Burleson, Texas. So I wonder if uh, location could... Casting by proximity could be yeah. Even though he could live, still live in Texas and be like you know eight hours away. Seeing, <laughs> Good point. Seeing as how, like, when we were driving across country, I drove from Florida to California. Texas was a was a third of the trip. So if that goes to say okay, anything. where is Spotcon taking place this year? Outside of da, da, da. oh yeah, Frisco. Frisco, I believe it's like a and uh, where does he live? Burleson. B-U-R-L-S-O-N? Uh, no, it is B-U-R-L-E-S-O-N. Doing a Google map okay. search. Yep. Yeah, so uh, in the meantime, he, uh, he, he got to spend some time in Mexico uh, shooting Veritas Prince of Truth. So uh, awesome maybe there's him. some uh, Veritas fans, uh, cult fans out there somewhere uh, that they're trying to bring in. Um, I hear there's a very large crossover between the two fandoms. Oh yeah, I, I, it's, it's huge. Bizarro I mean, world. You know, it's almost as yeah. big as Stargate. <laughs> yep. But ah, there we go. Sixty-three point five miles. Yeah. About one hour <laughs> so he's a, he's an hour away. <laughs> so uh, you, you know that's got he 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 heard from friends. Some friends were like, "Hey, we're gonna go to the botcon." He's like, "There's a botcon. I could be a guest there. Let me call him up." Yeah, so because all kids sound like they have that kind of shrill voice acting effect. Yes. Well, at least they do in animes. 
But, but and they're bringing them in for the kids. But how many kids actually go to BotCon? Yeah. Three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not, I mean, it's a fan convention. Like you know, it, it costs money to get in. Parents don't usually you know do that unless they're fans themselves. Uh, the one thing, the one thing it does say in his yeah. bio um, is that as a younger kid, this is a quote. He had quite a collection of Transformers and became a whiz at their transformation. He used to time himself! Exclamation point. He says it's really hard doing it fast <laughs> for the camera in commercials, but it's cool seeing yourself on TV on Saturday morning. So uh, maybe we'll get to see him like uh, if we have another timed transformation, transformation contest. Competition. Yeah, we'll we'll see him beating out a bunch of thirty-something overweight trans fans. Which would be worth it, in my opinion. That would be. Oh yeah, that would make it entirely worth it. Yeah. You got guys that are like, you know, sweating lard as as they're trying to complete their <laughs> Transmetal Two Megatron transformation, and this kid's just schooling them all. That would be that would be more worth it. And you, you <laughs> there's like a line of guys walking off the stage crying. And he, please stop with the stereotyping. Not every Transformers fan sweats lard. Some of us sweat Crisco. Damn it. Yes. But yeah, I mean. Not impressed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think most fans are. It's, it's beginning to get a bit of a broken record. The only thing that I'm hoping yeah. is is that that because they did add to the list, this isn't someone who they had originally talked about that we could get other people added to the list. Yeah, so. maybe we could end up getting some surprise guests. Yeah. Although this is one weird thing. It brings to mind some theories I remember hearing at the beginning of the thing that Master Collectors mistaking the Transformers fandom and the G.I. Joe fandom for having certain similarities where they don't. Like, uh, I remember hearing some people suggest the G.I. Joe fandom is generally a slightly older fandom than the uh, Transformers fandom. So uh, well, maybe they're putting something in for the kids, thinking that there will be more uh, parents bringing their kids to the convention than there actually will be. That could be true because, I mean, you know, G.I. Joe fandom, you could have you know, 50-year-old fans who are there at the beginning. With Transformers, it has, you know, yeah. a 20-year history, so you know, most people who are so, kids are, you know, 25, yeah. maybe 30, um, but a lot of people, you know, we're all like, you know, early 20-somethings, so most of the people picked it up yeah. dur during Beast Wars, or, or at least most of the people that I've seen picked it up during Beast Wars and uh, Beast Machines, so... But, but yeah, not impressed. I picked it up during G two, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. But in other uh, convention news, uh, Matrix Prime. Yes, Matrix Prime. Please inform us. Uh, please inform us of this heinous, huggery, most foul. Okay, our second story also comes out of BotCon, and apparently, Master Collector sure. is going to be charging for autographs. People who didn't pre-register will have to pay ten dollars per autograph. Or they can pay $30 for an autograph punch card, which is good towards all six of the guests. Now, this is something brand new this year. Do you guys think it's going to go over big or not? Uh, oh, well, no. it'll, it'll go over big, <laughs> but uh, not in a good way, I don't think. Uh, and the, the Also, we, we should clarify that fans who did pre-register um, are only allowed to get two autographs every time they get in line. So in order to get all six autographs, they have to stand in yeah. line three times and waste their entire day. Uh, that's the biggest thing, because uh, you're going to get the real big fans who are pissed off about spending all day in <laughs> in line. Um, and a lot of them, I'm guessing, you know, rather than doing that, are just going to pay for the punch card, get in line, you know, do it w in one foul swoop. I have uh, to disagree with you there. I think people are cheap bastards, <laughs> and they'll just choose which two people they want autographs from. Well, when you get into a into a, a comic you know, into a convention, time is money. Yeah. Like, you know, you pay to be in there, and if you're going to be standing in line the entire time, it better be for something good. And, you know, maybe you'll, you'll have more people who are just going to get in line for, you know, the two people that actually matter, um, which, you know, 
there's really not two people who actually matter in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, uh, but apparently if they had like <laughs> Scott McNeil, Simon Furman, Frank Welker at, as guests, then maybe charging for the uh, autographs wouldn't come as such a uh, obnoxious thing. But with this, it just kind of seems yeah. weird. I mean, sure, they might have noble intentions of trying to stop it from being a uh, huge bottleneck at the uh, autograph stands, but even if that is the case, they chose a year when the guests aren't going to have a huge draw for autograph power. I mean, sure, there are people who are going to be bringing in their Starscream toys for one of the Dobsons and a few other toys and the like, but past that, I can't imagine that you're going to get a lot of people saying, oh my god, I have to have so-and-so sign such-and-such. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I can only speak for Megacon, which is in Orlando, but it's it's only the biggest names there that charge for for anything. Yeah. I mean, usually just about half of the people there, if not more, um, you know, you walk up, you talk to them, they sign your stuff, and then you walk yeah. away. It's only, like, huge names like Leonard Nimoy or, you know, some of the bigger guys that it actually costs money to get them to oh, sign yeah. your stuff. This is... It, it, with these, you know, mediocre names, it, it seems a little bit ridiculous to me, at least, yeah. that they're going to be charging and charging, you know, even people who. I mean, even the know, uh, voice actors know. here can be kind of upset by this. I mean, don't they usually figure out whether they want to charge for autographs or not themselves? That yeah, that's what I you know, and most of the proceeds would go to them in yeah. that case. But I'm hoping that maybe Maps, Master Collectors using this as a fund uh, to go to bigger names next year. You know, they don't have. I mean, this is all capital that they had to come up with. You know, basically from themselves. I'm guessing. I mean, this is you know quite a risk that they're taking this year. So maybe this is a way to raise capital for next year, so they are able to get some bigger names. I mean, we have to take that into consideration. Yeah, it's certainly possible. This is their first year doing this. There's no profits from last year. Uh, the only thing that they have to go on right now is the pre-orders and the pre-registrations. And with what they've been giving away thus far, that might not be that great. Yeah. So, Although a fan you know, convention being run as a money-making scheme kind of bugs me. And I don't know. Master. Well, someone's got to make money. I mean, Hasbro does it for the money. They don't do it for the yeah, fans. Yeah, but that's why Hasbro doesn't run the convention themselves. That's true. And I mean, the Harmons didn't do it for money. Glenn Hallett quite obviously yeah. didn't do it for money because he had such a horrible grasp of it. No offense, Glenn. We know you right. tried. And better luck next time. <laughs> <laughs> tried and failed miserably. Yeah, no hard feelings. But, though, uh, Glenn, yeah, mean. enough yeah. enough convention complaining. Yeah, uh, I think we've, we're... D- we've done way too much of that. I think we should go on yeah, to the next topic. Yeah, let's stop this from turning into next the topic. convention bitch hour. Okay, moving on. Our third story, the new alternators packaging is out. Or at least we've seen pictures of it. P-Prime has posted pictures of the packaging on his website, and apparently the packaging is sort of a mix between the Cybertron packaging and the Binaltech packaging. And the new packaging includes a large bubble that is sealed down to the box. Do you guys like the new change? Not particularly. Uh, you don't like it? You don't like it? Nah, on one part it kind of loses the cool G1-esque identity that they'd had with uh, the past Binaltech ones, and second, it's a huge bubble sealed onto the thing. You can't reseal it like you can the Binal Tech and the old alternators packaging. I, I, I didn't think about resealing, but I, I seriously think this is a much more interesting, much more eye-grabbing. It looks cooler, um, and yeah, it is more eye-grabbing, but considering it's supposed to be kind of a it, fan it does line. Not have, it, yeah, it doesn't have the G1. Well, it's a yeah. collector's line, not a fan line. Let's... Let's be more specific. And everyone's complaining about it not being able to be stacked. Like that's another legitimate concern. I could care less. I mean, I'm store. I could I mean, care even less. If I'm, even if I'm probably not ever going to resume unless I move or something. Actually, that means I probably will. But 
Either way, I have the boxes stored in my closet and they're stacked up. So if you want to keep the box, you have well, to, see, you're going to have to set up a with weird like, cardboard divider. With my boxes, I take, I take them out. I take out the I take out the stuff that I have and then I break them down, you know, undo everything, break them down so they lie flat and then they go, you know, either behind a chest or underneath a bed or something. So like Packaging really isn't that big a deal. I th I definitely think this is much more eye grabbing. It's much more gonna appeal to the uh, the the casual fan. But for fan, a collector's line, um, it's much less collector friendly. Much less collector. Uh, it's much less of a fan. Win. No, it's oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. But I like it much more. I think it shows off the car True. quite a bit better. Um, and it does fit in with the rest of the Transformers a, a line, which it does appear that they're trying to aim for kind of uniformity there. Yeah, it, it gives you a much more like you can you know pick it up and look at both sides of the uh, yep. of the car, including the front, and it's got the little hole in the back so you can see the license plate. Um, and I I just like it all around. And also with it came confirmation on uh, Sunstreaker. Yep. We saw pictures of it, and uh, Prowl was also in the mm. new packaging. So I'm really excited from by, an, you yeah. know. From an aesthetic standpoint, I do agree with you. It looks a lot tails. cooler. From a functionality standpoint, I can't agree with you, though. Unless, hold on a sec, we haven't seen them. Huh? I wonder if you can open them from the bottom. I was wondering if you could maybe open it Might from the end to. where you could see the license plate. That's another possibility. Yeah, that could be true, too, because that's Maybe that's I should cardboard. shut my mouth so. until we actually see the end, then. Because from the, the pictures, yeah, I, from the pictures, I couldn't tell if that end was sealed down to the rest of the box too, or if you could open it from that end. If you can reseal it, I yeah. remove all my criticisms except for the fact that it kind of removes the uh, G1 feel of it. Right, I can yeah. understand that, but I, I just think it 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 looks much yeah, nicer in my it opinion. Definitely um, does. To, it to looks the, like to it's a modern toy instead of a mid '80s toy. Yeah. Which I think will yeah. will help a bit because you know seeing eighty of those lining your Toys R Us uh, would look a little bit cooler than just a bunch of boxes with yeah. you know a third uh, three fourths of the car vi viewable. I mean this thing, I mean you really you can see everything in the car. I think that might have been one of the problems that they were trying to address with this is the it's fact a licensed that, car line, uh, but you these can't are see them. Yeah, hmm. exactly, and it does so. make it easier to display for the mint and seal box collectors too. So. Maybe I should change my tone. Yeah, I like it a lot. From but a design perspective, is, I love it. But The question is, do you yeah. think we're actually going to see them in the stores? Yeah, eventually. I hope so. Well, if, if we, if we you know, get the distribution that we talked about last week yeah. through Walmart, um, which, possible. you know, this could be part of, you know, of what, we, what we're seeing Let's right hope. now. I mean, you know, they, they demanded that, that this, this, this stuff happens. This is the third and, major you know, we're seeing it. Why do you think we've had so many with this line? I think that they they realize that the fans are really behind it, um, but that the casual uh, buyer probably isn't isn't picking it up as much that as they buy. That doesn't explain the second revision, um, though. Yep. Yeah, that's true. But I'm thinking that's what they're trying to address. Certainly with this. possible, and if that's it, so. props to you, Hasbro. Do either of you know why they cut out the window in the second version? No uh, idea. I can only presume because somebody was smoking a really bad thing of weed that day. Yeah, I never figured that one out. Okay, moving on. Moving Story on. number four. <laughs> yep. Yeah, on better to better news. news. Apparently, the Cybertron cartoon has been resurrected on the kids' WB. It will begin Hooray! airing on 
it will begin airing on Monday the 19th and will air five days a week and the greatest news out of this is they will apparently be starting from the fir- very first episode yeah I'm uh, I'm really excited. I've been I've been catching it on uh, on TiVo, mm-hmm. um, and I'll I'll still be at work when this comes on, so I'm gonna have to continue TiVoing it, or well, not TiVoing, it but DVRing. Like um, so I changed yeah. I changed my my DVR to to record Kids WB. So I, I'm really excited about you know seeing it from yeah. the beginning, uh, getting to see the shows that Cartoon Network for some reason shows. didn't. Yeah, it should be interesting um, to see how they handle but, that. Yeah, but the other thing is that supposedly kids. The WB is getting rid of their kids' afternoon lineup uh, by the end of the year. That's so. Common. <laughs> so, on the other hand, I do like it. They've been promoting it pretty well across multiple networks, and they did a good job on the promo. Yeah, I've seen that whole tingly feeling. Yeah, I saw the promo on uh, Cartoon Network, and I was really impressed. They did a really good job and really uh, sticked the fact that it was going to be on the WB, that it was going to be airing we- uh, every weekday. And they managed to get me excited. I think that'll be a good. They managed to get fit. me excited about it, despite the fact that I've seen these episodes quote premiere unquote twice already. Right. And this is kind of shocking, but it's really incredible that this promo managed to get me more excited about it than a Gary Chalk recorded promo about it did. Not Gary Chalk, Peter Cullen. Why did I say Gary Chalk? But yeah, since the guy who does the tsunami voiceovers is Peter Cullen, and yet this promo is better, it's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited. Number one, that it's it's you know getting another chance. That because last week we were talking about the fact that you know uh, that it might not be pulling down the ratings for network television, it's and now it's television. going on to network yeah. television. So maybe they were doing a good job and, you know, wanted to give it a wider audience and yeah. and this would be it. And they're starting from the beginning, so... And with it airing five days a I week, know, it seems Transformers like a will fit. certainly be getting... Uh, Broader uh, exposure. Yeah. Well, yeah. In, in you know, three weeks, they'll go have gone through all the episodes that they've shown on Cartoon Network, so... Maybe it mean they'll start accelerating towards where they are on uh, Galaxy Force. Which reminds me, I need to Let's start so. downloading episodes of that again. And actually managing to watch yeah. them. Isn't that illegal? Fan subs? <laughs> not really. I'm, I'm not sure if it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not 100% happy sure about on the legality of it, but the moral justification of it, I think, is acceptable. Well, that's okay then. Yeah, I'm. I'm all about it. I'm. I'm liking it. I think it'll get it to kids, yeah. which is you know the big audience for the cartoon. Um, and that fans, you know, the fans who want to watch it will find a way of, you know, either setting up their VCR or, like me, setting up a DVR. Or, you know, a lot of people have been downloading and it as well. And considering so. the adult fans, 4.30 in the afternoon is probably a better time for them to be able to manage to catch it in some sense than Friday night would be. Especially considering yeah. half the fandom would probably be out actually doing something on Friday night and the other half would be watching the... Uh, Oh wait, they were showing it on Saturdays. Never mind. Sat- Saturday, still, yeah, Saturday be doing night. On Saturday night, and then the other half would be watching other networks' primetime Saturday Night Live lineup. Did I say Saturday Night Live lineup? Yep. Yeah, you did. That's because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time Saturday Night Live was Not funny? Not getting any arguments. Oh, Ooh. ouch! Yeah, it was in uh, yeah, 2002. It's been a couple years. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Probably all the last time for walking was on. Or yeah, I've uh, the only thing I've got is um, the Beast Machines uh, DVD set has been listed on the Rhino oh, website, which is uh, Rhino.com. I thought Rhino lost the license. Beast Machines. 
it's it's on the Rhino website. Uh, it says, and I'm quoting here as I have it listed, the Beast Wars saga continues as the high-octane yet deeply layered series Beast Machines. The Maximals, led by now troubled and spark-searching Optimus Primal, awaken to find themselves on Cybertron with no memory of how they got there. There is little time to celebrate their defeat of Megatron, however, because that big bad bot is back and stronger than ever. Now he controls Cybertron and commands a new breed of Transformers, the Viacons. As if the Maxwells didn't have enough to contend with, their bodies have also undergone a strange reformatting that alters the way they transform between Beast and Machine, forcing them to learn, practice, and perfect a new form of mind-slash-body control. The future of Cybertron rests in the hands of Optimus Primal and the Maximals, who are committed to liberating it from Megatron and his mindless minions. Get ready for a complex, spiritual, and thrilling chapter in the Transformers story. Special features include interviews with cast and crew and commentary by writers Bob Skier and Stephen Melching. 700 minutes, color, and Yay, not advertising uh, copy. So, yeah, so along with that, you also get the uh, the box. Uh, see what the cover art looks like, and it looks, it yeah. looks nice. I mean, it's much more interesting than the Beast Wars stuff, which was basically just the Beast Wars logo with, you know, a gradient it. was on the top Beast Wars metal so. thing that I'd seen. I'd seen it somewhere else, I think. But, yeah, so um, also they say commentary by Bob Skier and Stephen Melching. They don't say on a single episode, so maybe we could be getting more of that. So. And uh, interviews with cast and crew, or maybe they're just, you know, purposefully being, you know, vague as to, you know, what's Where happening. Where is this on the so, Rhino website? Uh, it doesn't... Uh, this says uh, rhino.com backslash store um, and then product detail dot lasso question mark number equals 970189 you're going to have to rewind All if you right. hear that again cause I'm what's the retail on this? So, uh, it says retail price 59 uh, 59.95 however um, deep discount DVD has it um, up already uh, for pre-order and I believe theirs was listed at 35 Thirty-five ninety-five, well, something it. like Go that. So almost a half. Deep discount DVD. We're stuck a kid if they carry Free it. Free shipping. Are we endorsing so. deep d- discount DVD here or what? I, I I use deep discount DVD all the time. They're guaranteed to have uh, the lowest prices. They have free shipping. Um, I'd probably I like go through Amazon if I was so. going to go through anywhere, but that's because uh, I'm like, there's a Amazon distribution center, basically like twenty miles from my house. So I can buy the normal shipping that you get for free with the purchase of anything of a decent size and get it for get a five day shipping price for a one day shipping value. So other than that there's not really um Yeah, there's not much that I saw. Justice League uh, (laughs) (laughs) Except without the funky angles and everything. Wait, you're um, saying the Beast Machines characters don't have funky angles? <laughs> they have they have weird uh, curves. The other yeah. ones have funky angles. Yeah, it's a trade-off. But that, yeah, that's about all. Um, the one thing that I, that I wanted to mention, the other one thing, if you want to see how to do a uh, a black repaint right, um, check out um, TF Kincon, uh Remy's site has a uh, Fang Wolf, the black version. That does looks look cool. really, really, really nice for a black repaint. I usually completely and totally shy away from black repaints, don't like them at all. But this looks really nice. And maybe maybe it's because I don't like the whole white wolf thing to begin with. Uh, but the black wolf version mm. looks really, really sweet. They fixed a lot of the paint out cool. pro- problems that I had with the first one. And I'm probably going to sound like really a total well idiot done, for so. asking this. 
and especially because I take Japanese and I should be more familiar with Eastern language pronunciation, and I'm not even sure if that is right or not. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, is it pronounced Remy or Remy? No, I have no idea. I've heard people say it Remy. That's the way so I see it. I'm I think it would be Remy. But Remy. Yeah. So. I find myself pronouncing it Remy every time I go to say it, which even sounds wrong. Yeah, well, I'll try to catch myself but on that for the future. That's all. That's all that I have for this week. Did you guys have uh, anything I else? I believe you all had some pillow talk for our listeners out there. Oh, bad yeah, pun. You suck. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> from a Japanese image board reposted on uh, another Transformers forum. I forget the specific person who posted it, but it was on the AllSpark. We'll put a link to this threading question on the show notes. Anyway, it's a giant Power Master Optimus Prime made entirely out of pillows. Well, we'll clarify. It, it looks more it like, a look more like a stuffed that's animal made out of, made out of like that's made out of sewn together felt, felt and probably cotton filling and whatever like that. But yeah, yeah. and Velcro. But it, it's fully yeah. transformable. Like that, it turns that's really into the cool. full-size trailer and everything. Yeah, so I, I think that's yeah, re- that's really neat. The especially um, cool part is I'm not sure whether it's cool. It's a really good size too. It's only slightly bigger than Galaxy Convoy. Which means it's yeah. big enough that it still looks pretty cool, and it's comparable size to the original. But the question right. is, does it have good articulation? Oh, it <laughs> wouldn't be Power Master Prime if it <laughs> did, though, would it? Yeah, it, it won't put an eye out. It, it would probably pass a ta- yeah, safety drop test. test. And it does have long easy. smokestacks. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, you got anything uh, left, Jesse? No, uh, I got nothing. Okay, I think All that's right. everything well, then. then uh, yeah, this is uh, Pirated TV Pro signing out for this week. This is Awa64 saying um, um repeatedly. <laughs> and this is Jesse. See you next episode. See you in seven. Laters. Peace out, my homies. Thanks again for listening to TF Wire. And for next week's show, we'd like to have some feedback from you, the listeners. So if you have any questions about us as individuals, us as a group, or just Transformer questions in general, send those to tfwire at gmail.com, and we'll try to include them in the next episode. cut that oh good lord <laughs> you gotta put that you gotta put that at the end after yeah. everything all right ninja please ninja ninja rip huzzah have you guys stopped recording yet all right i was kind of hoping we could like leave this in with the ending credits of going over it like they do on tf1 Ha <laughs> ha, crappy vanilla ice. Yeah.